number 59. 59. It's hour two, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN. Our number, you want to be a part of the program. Day 59, Americans, their families, green card holders, thousands of them. uh, Afghan allies abandoned behind enemy lines of the Taliban, the terrorists. Never thought we'd see that in our day. You know, one thing, nobody seems to want to give any note and you know if donald trump was was president they would pay a lot of attention to this you know the idea that the biden family profited from countries like russia and ukraine and kazakhstan and china and then you look at how joe biden governs these countries or has relationship with these countries i mean why would joe biden ever give a waiver so that vladimir putin controls the spigot the, the lifeline to our Western European allies, and that is, of course, the lifeblood of every economy, in this case, energy and natural gas, while simultaneously canceling the Keystone XL pipeline. It makes no sense. Does that have anything to do with the fact that a, a Russian oligarch paid Hunter Biden three and a half million dollars uh, for seemingly no work that we can discover? And then the Bank of China, $1.5 billion deal. Why wouldn't that go to Deutsche Bank or Goldman Sachs or any of the big Barclays, any of the big banks, any of the big financial institutions that actually do this for a living, unlike Hunter? Then, of course, we have Burisma. None of this makes any sense. And with China now, you know, as many as 149 aggressive flights into Taiwan airspace, and their stated goal of, quote, reunification or taking over Taiwan, it's not good. Look what China has unleashed to to the entire world with COVID. Now, let's listen to Joe Biden uh, praising China again and again and again. China is going to eat our lunch. Come on, man. Come on, man. They can't even figure out how to deal with the, 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 the fact that they have this great division between the China Sea and the mountains in the east, I mean, in the west. They can't figure out how they're going to deal with the corruption that exists within the system. I mean, I, you know, they're not bad folks, folks, but guess what? They're not a they're, they're not, not, they're competition for us. A more prosperous China will mean more demand for American-made goods and services and more jobs back home in the United States of America. So our desire for your prosperity is not born out of some nobility. It is in our self-interest that China continue to prosper. Uh, when I've, I've spent a lot of time with President Xi, even he acknowledges that uh, the, the uh, growth and progress in China has been a direct relationship of uh, the stability that has been in, uh, encouraged by a U.S. presence. We're not trying to contain China. We're not trying to slow down Chinese growth. The growth of China is overwhelmingly in our interest. We've recognized that the United States-China relations generate global economic benefit, not just to both our countries, but global benefit. Last year, our trade with China supported over 500,000 jobs here in the United States. There was a debate here in the United States and, quite frankly, throughout most of the West as whether a rising China was in the interest of the United States and the wider world. As a young member of the Foreign Relations Committee, I wrote and I said, and I believe then what I believe now, 
that a rising China is a positive, positive development, not only for China, but for America and the world writ large. I guess I want to ask you, do you think that this is, is going to, in fact, be a major issue? And are you vulnerable on this issue at all because of your son's business dealings in, in China? No, I don't believe so at all. My son's business dealings were not anything with everybody that he's talking about, not even remotely. All right, there's Joe Biden on China. An update on Afghanistan. The Biden administration, if 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 you thought it was bad enough, they gave 64 million in foreign aid just weeks after they abandoned Americans. Well, now Biden is apparently expanding this. Oh, let's fund the Taliban terrorist aid program. As the AP is reporting, the U.S. has agreed to provide humanitarian aid to Afghanistan. Uh, well, maybe they can start selling us back the equipment Joe gave them. That Afghan interpreter that saved Biden's life, yeah, he got rescued, but Joe had nothing to do with it. Colonel Oliver North is uh, back with us. Uh, he's now the CEO of Fidelis Publishing and Fidelis Media. His latest book, by the way, we have it up on Hannity.com, Amazon.com, bookstores everywhere. We didn't fight for socialism. America's veterans speak up. Uh, Colonel uh, Semper Fi, welcome back. Glad you're with us. It's great to be with you, my friend. I, uh, I was listening to what you were saying about the Biden family. and does make me wonder, why is President Biden acting like a subservient minion of Xi Jinping? It makes you wonder, is the Biden family compromised? Is his presidency vulnerable? You know, the, the power of blackmail is something that very often is misunderstood. It's, it's awesome. So what happened in that so-called 90-minute telephone call between Biden and Z on the September 9th? Because the White House described the call as, quote, familiar and candid, it does make me wonder which president was familiar and which one was candid. And obviously it has done nothing to tamp down the People's Republic of China's aggressive behavior that you just described with the overflights. Uh, and all this began heavy on October 1st when the People's Liberation Army Air Force increased the violations of Taiwan's sovereignty airspace, sovereign uh, airspace by sending waves of fighter and attack aircraft probing the defenses and potentially inciting an incident. And all of those missions were designed to do exactly what the communist Chinese wanted done, and that's to intimidate the Taiwanese into, quote, joining and unifying China. Xi is an evil man. I wrote about that in the foreword of this of the wonderful book, could, America's can you think, Number One Adversary. Can you think of one good reason why a guy like Hunter Biden, and, and if you look at the, just let's take... China and Russia out of this for a second. And, and you just look at Hunter Biden's, the assessment of the in, of Libya, the Libyans against Hunter Biden, because they were going to pay him to lobby to get some of the monies that were frozen by the Obama administration back to Libya. OK, so that he wants a two million dollar, I guess, stipend to start this process. Anyway, what did they say? They said he was a drug addict and he had a pension for hanging out with hookers. Now, why would they give Hunter $1.5 billion instead of Deutsche Bank, Goldman Sachs, or one of those companies? Why would a Russian oligarch, the former first lady of Moscow, give Hunter Biden $3.5 million? Can you, why would a, a Chinese national take Hunter Biden's family on a $100,000 shopping spree? Can you explain any of that? No, and, and, and that's why I suggested that in the aftermath of the disaster that occurred in Afghanistan, 
there ought to be a presidential or at least a congressional joint bipartisan commission to investigate all of this stuff. I mean, the bottom line of it is our nation is being compromised. Many of us have assumed it's all because, quite frankly, Joe can't figure out what's really happening on this side of the planet. That may or may not be the case. But what we need to know, is there something else going on? And that's the word blackmail. You know, so, I, here's my, so here's my me, question. I, I don't think Joe Biden will lift a finger to help Taiwan, do you? No, no, he won't. But he, listen, li, listen carefully. All your viewers, listen to me very carefully now. What we saw happening in Afghanistan may not have been just Joe's inability to comprehend what's going on. It may well have been that we're setting ourselves up for a disaster series of not only domestic policy issues leading to enormous inflation, but also the idea that this country is no longer willing or able to defend itself. So the question then remains, who besides, I mean, let's, let's take the committee hearings that you and I listen to and watch very carefully. Both the House and the Senate, okay, in investigating, limited themselves to five minutes apiece. Both, both the congressional committee, committees, the armed services committees. And at the end of the day, what you have to conclude is the Joint Chiefs of Staff did indeed give him a different advice. They, they all acknowledge that. Even Austin was totally out of it himself. But the bottom line of it is what you had happening is someone else is giving him advice contrary to what the national security advice is coming from the Joint Chiefs and the combatant commander. That's McKenzie. So we all recommended that he keep hold of Bagram, that we keep the American troops on the ground until all the civilians, the American citizens, God knows how many are being held hostage right now, but we know it's not just a handful, it's probably thousands, okay? I mean, I worked very hard on all this since the 1st of August. And looking at what's going on over there, you've got to include someone else is giving him advice that he's taking instead of the advice from his professional military people. So I get back to the one issue again. Is there something else going on and that the others know about, and they're giving him contrary advice to get along with the Taliban? to get along with the communist Chinese, to get along with Russia, all the kinds of things that this president needs to be focused on. And quite frankly, I think part of his, the, the numbers that are hurting him so badly in the polls right now, I think are going to continue on. And I'm in Virginia, buddy. I'm in Virginia where that number one hotspot is whether critical race theory ought to be taught in the, in the public schools and whether the parents have anything to say about it. You got McAuliffe, who's a former governor of Virginia, and of course Bill Clinton's bag man back from the first Clinton presidency, where he brought in God knows how much money from overseas quote donors unquote. When you look at those kinds of things happening here in Virginia, where Glenn Youngkin is standing up for the people of this state, standing up for what parents ought to be able to say about what their kids are taught, whether it's critical race theory or third graders being taught about gender reidentification kind of garbage. That's going to define this election, all of which says socialism is the ultimate guarantor of what the left wants in this country. What we're well, about now, to well see, now we have now, now we're going to investigate parents as domestic terrorists. What, and, you know, parents do have a right to speak out about curriculum. And if there are draconian measures uh, for covid, et cetera. Quick break. More with Colonel Oliver North on the other side. Eight hundred nine four one. Sean, your calls at the bottom of the half hour.
continue with Colonel Oliver North. By the way, we have a link to his latest book, We Didn't Fight for Socialism, America's Vets Speak Up. It's on Hannity.com, Amazon.com, and bookstores everywhere. Well, let me just add one thing, because why would our FBI and Secret Service buy from China drones? Drones that potentially could obviously be set up in such a way that they could be used to spy on us. Why would we buy it from them? Look at the great coverage that we got out of what was under the bridge, the International Bridge down in Texas. We had 15,000 people underneath. That was a Chinese-made drone. Why does China make so many of them? To keep track of their own populations and to sell them to other countries that are at least authoritarian, if not dictatorships. That's what the communist Chinese are all about. The only way to keep your population under control is to know what's going on. And the communist Chinese are far better at building those things than we are at a price that the rest of the world can afford. Remember, you, remember the, the, the explosion in Beirut, how many different shots there were? That's because Hezbollah has bought all kinds of surveillance equipment from the communist Chinese to put it all over Beirut. And uh, what I'm saying, Sean, is the communist Chinese have an awful lot to say about what goes on in the world. You know, we're, the, the Biden administration, you played the quote from, from Joe Biden talking about they're our world trading partner. They cheat at everything. They spy on everything. They backload at least five tanks. Let me ask you this question, because you talk to servicemen and women every day and heroes and all these people that lost loved ones, their families, you know, mourn them every day. Others that come back with the most severe injuries. You you once took me to Walter Reed and, and Bethesda yourself. Um, and it's it's you think back 20 years later and he abandons Afghanistan, abandons Americans, their families, thousands of green card holders and tens of thousands of Afghan allies and about 80 billion dollars in the most sophisticated military weaponry on the face of the earth. I never thought I'd see that in my lifetime, Colonel. Well, neither did I, buddy. I, I, I saw it once in 1975 and thought nothing could be worse. This is worse. By far. Uh, Bagram, Bagram was <laughs> the most strategic base in, the, in that part of the world, Southwest Asia. And the communist Chinese are now negotiating with the Taliban to take control of that base. Why would we ever have let that happen? What went on in that 90-minute telephone call? I mean, I, the only way we're ever going to find out is to appoint a commission with the authority to subpoena that, that information. I understand it's classified. That's, I, I think I know a little something about, about congressional commissions, right? I mean, I, I did sit there. Uh, I, I think days. it motivated me to get into this uh, crazy business I've now been in 33 years. Thank you. You changed the trajectory of my life. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're friends. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Colonel, we love having you on. Uh, Semper Fidelis, uh, save home, my friend, as I always used to say, and I appreciate you. We didn't fight for socialism. America's vets speak up. We put a link on Hannity.com. Colonel Oliver North, thank you, sir, for being with us. You're a true American hero, patriot, and uh, thanks for always being with us. Uh, Semper Fi, buddy, and pray for our country. Thank you. Amen. Uh, 800-941-SEAN, our number you want to be a part of the program. We'll get to your calls next half hour. Quick break, right back. Yeah. 
You're on the Sean Hannity Show, a place where free speech and the First Amendment are still alive and well. Get your dose of independence and liberty every weekday right here with Sean. All right, 25 now till the top of the hour. Toll free, it's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of this program. It's amazing. Let me go back to Nancy Pelosi, her usual Monday. And people don't pay enough attention to it. This is almost... This is almost as hilariously funny but pathetic as a Joe Biden presser. And anyway, so she says that the media, you should do a better job of selling the Build Back Better plan of Joe Biden. Now, ask yourself, is that the media's job? No, but Nancy Pelosi has such a good relationship with him. She obviously thinks it should, it is. Our latest CBS News poll shows that only about 10% of Americans describe themselves as knowing a lot of specific things that are in the reconciliation package and that the majority don't know anything at all. So do you think you need to do a better job of messaging and going forward, how do you sell this if ultimately you have to... Well, I think you all could do a better job of selling it, to be very frank with you, because every time I come here, I go through the list. Family medical leave, climate, uh, the the issues that are in there, and um, but it is true, it is hard to break through when you have such a comprehensive package. But it is a, a vast bill; it has a lot in it, and we'll have to continue to make sure the public does. But whether they know it or not, they overwhelmingly support it. And by the way, women much more than men. Uh, no, nobody's really supporting it. It's losing support literally, literally by the hour. I mean, so what she's saying at the press conference, you should be doing in the media a better job of selling it. <laughs> that's what Nancy, it's very revealing because she thinks that's their job because that's what they always do anyway. Uh, anyway, let me go to uh, Joe Biden. Now, this is getting interesting. So there's this moment that has gone viral where an NBC reporter is interviewing NASCAR driver Brandon Brown. So she's doing the interview. And then a crowd starts one of the typical, you know, F. Joe Biden chants. Oh, they're chanting, let's go, Brandon. Listen. Oh, my God. It's such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me you can hear the chants from the, the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were going to kind of hang back those two stages and just watch and learn what did you learn that helped you there in those closing laps oh my god it was uh learning how line didn't uh stay to one and everything shifted top to bottom so much i mean it, it just cracks me up the whole thing cracks me up anyway 800-941-SEAN if you uh want to be a part of the program now over the weekend F. Joe Biden chance and let's go Brandon chance are breaking out all over the place. You know, the old Miss Arkansas game. This is like Talladega the week before. This is like all the other professional and college games that's been happening. And it's breaking out now all over the country. Broke out at the Ryder Cup. Talladega, you name it. It keeps happening. Uh, new polling on Biden has got to terrify Democrats. Listen, and this this is not going well. Listen.
so you get the point there. Let's go to our busy phones. Uh, let us say hi to Leanne is in Indiana. Leanne, hi. How are you? Glad you called. Happy Tuesday. Hi, how are you? I listen to your show every day on my way home from work on the Thank Patriot you. channel. Oh, that's but, awesome. Um, Thank you so much. I have a question. Um, as far as this extreme bill that they're trying to pass and Mitch McConnell caving, I have written to Mitch McConnell. I have written to our governor, Mervan. I get no reply. Um, it doesn't seem like they're listening, but obviously half the country at least is not for this. So what do we do? And and how do we, I mean, with the media the way it is, in all my life, I'm 45 years old, I have never heard of a news channel being vilified like Fox is. And people think it's normal now. So what do we do? That's my question for you. You seem really intelligent, and I'm trying. I, I even I'll tell my husband, you the, if the, I disappear, the government's got me. <laughs> now you're not going to disappear. Welcome to my daily world, by the way. Problem most people don't understand yet, and it's beginning to sink in as the supply chains now are impacted more every 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 single day. For example, Yahoo Finance they had an article: stakes may now become a champagne-like luxury. Um, you have a, another article: CNBC out. I'm now reading the financial papers every day. Out of stock items play grocery delivery services. Personal shoppers at Targets. You know, try, you know, everyone desperately trying to fix this. Try buying a new car. I got a call. My, my car lease isn't up for nine months. And out of a courtesy, you know, a month and a half ago or two months ago, my dealership called me and said, if you're going to want a new car, we're not trying to sell you. Uh, you got to order it now or you will not get another car. So I put a down payment on my car then. Um, component shortages. You know, that's bad. Global food prices now have hit their highest level in a decade. Meat, poultry, fish, eggs, you know, skyrocketing all across the country. Walmart, Costco limiting toilet paper sales while toy companies are warning parents their kids' Christmas gifts will not be arriving on time thanks to the backlog at ports and rail yards, uh, et cetera. Um, you know, th then you've got the Fed threatening to, to raise interest rates on top of everything. And, and it gets bad. Now, oil, add to that the, the issues with energy. Oil now above 80 bucks a barrel. Gas prices are higher. Everything that you purchase in every store is higher. An energy crisis is also gripping the entire world. And now that poses potentially grave consequences for, for anybody. Um, you have, you know, America now being haunted by the ghost of stagflation was a piece that I read earlier today and in, in that you know made the the 1970s economy so bad uh Axios has a column Goldman Sachs clients are worrying about stagflation the Guardian writing about it zero hedge writing about it how Wall Street defines stagflation and why markets could be massively mispriced um my my advice to everybody is you got to cut back everywhere you can that's why I keep telling everybody, make the switch to Pure Talk. You start paying half the same day. Um, all of this now is going to result in, in, in it will impact every single American in ways that we've never imagined before. But don't worry, the IRS will be looking at your $600 bank transactions just to keep an eye on you because $600, I guess, will, will give them an insight into your entire life. It's ridiculous.
And so I just... Everything going on right now is ridiculous. And it's like you try, you know, people like you and I who try to tell our legislators that we're not for this stuff. And they still, I mean, when the Republicans are caving... I, it almost feels hopeless. So I don't, you know, it's like, what else do you do? It should feel hopeless. I mean, in the sense that we're headed for really difficult times. Will I be able to weather these times, Leanne? Yes, I will. Um, earlier in my life, would I have been able to weather these times? Not really. I mean, cotton prices now a 10 year high. You know, you have to question why does, why does Vladimir Putin get a waiver to build his pipeline while we'll simultaneously eliminating high paying career jobs and on the Keystone XL pipeline with Nord Stream 2 pipeline? You know, now Kraft is even telling people you better get used to higher food prices. They're telling us I can see it. I go shopping every week. Yes, I do my own shopping. I know that shocks people, but I can see it in the price of everything I buy. And, you know, now it's an extra 30, 35 bucks every time I fill up my gas tank. And I can see it in my, you know, in my bills to heat and cool my home. I can see it already. And everything you buy in every store is now costing more. And it's going to get worse. And, you know. that's ridiculous. Yeah. And then you have a glut of jobs that people don't want to take. You have now industries collapsing. Look at what happened, you know, with this airline over the, the weekend, Southwest pilots union blaming the airline for these cancellations we've been sounding the alarm about this for years then we have many of our military members they're refusing to get go along with the mandate you have many police uh, officers they're refusing to go along with the mandate many nurses are refusing to go along with the mandate and and now all of these industries that are vital to us are now impacted in ways we've never thought of we're headed towards you know, it's sort of like a train wreck. You, you, you see a car stuck right there in the middle of the train tracks, and it's coming down full force, and nobody's nobody's hit the brakes yet. And nobody's starting to understand fully the magnitude of these horrific policies that Biden is trying to implement. And then, then they wonder why Joe Biden's, you know, approval ratings are in the 30s in the tank. And then they wonder why so many Americans are upset. They, they have every reason to be upset. The worst part of what I'm telling you is this is just the start of what's going to be bad. We're not near the end of this. We're, we're at the beginning of this. And the impact is going to be felt for years to come. But I wish I had better news, Leanna. I, I hope that I hope I hope I'm reinforcing to you what I try to tell everybody in whatever way you can. You do have one little advantage right now in this marketplace. There's a glut of jobs available. If you're willing to work saturdays if you're willing to work sundays if you're willing to give another day or a couple of hours extra every day at another job to help offset the higher prices of everything at at least that gives you a choice and option to mitigate the damage that is absolutely going to come our way and has already come our way i appreciate the call thank you um Quick break, right back to the phones, 800-941-SEAN, our number if you want to be a part of the program. News Roundup, Information Overload Hour, top of the hour. We'll look at the media, the mob, uh, and it's inexplicable how they're incapable of covering Joe Biden honestly on top of other issues we'll deal with. Uh, Then we'll get to your calls, 800-941-SEAN, as I said.
back to our busy phones. Let's say hello to Brooke is in North Carolina. Hey, Brooke, how are you? Glad you called. Um, no, I'm so glad that you um, took my call. Um, I've tried a thousand times to get through to you. So this is um, an absolute honor. Well, thank um, you. I, I I agree with the past caller. Um, I feel like the Republicans should um, unite and and not be so passive. And um, and one more thing, like with the CRT, um, you know, um, going on in our schools, they're saying like two plus two um, can equal five because it's a social construct. So that's gonna that's gonna turn our whole our whole system upside down. Like if I felt like I didn't need to pay my debtors, you know, I feel like I don't need to pay you because it's a social construct. I mean and and these little poor kids are not getting getting the um the right te- the right teachings. I mean it's and, and if you dare to speak out as a mom or a dad, you're a domestic. You're going to be potentially investigated for domestic, domestic terrorism. Parent. I mean, exactly. now that that's just a way of silencing parental voices. You know, I think if Terry McAuliffe ever lost lost his governorship in the Commonwealth of Virginia, and it could happen. Polls are very tight there, but it's a very it's not even really a purple state anymore. It's a blue state. It could happen. It would be because of him saying parents shouldn't have a role in their kids' education. Parents play the key role in their kids' education. And if they are, for example, if they don't think something is age-appropriate that is being taught their children, or they feel a political indoctrination is occurring, or they don't like CRT, or maybe they have issues with some of the draconian COVID mandates that they're putting on children, you know, not... You know, it's we're going to refer to them as what domestic terror terrorists and say they have no business to weigh in on the children's education. We're paying for that education through their tax system. Quick break right back.